Community Focus is a look at events, issues, and initiatives happening in and around the Brainerd Lakes area. Community Focus is produced by Hubbard Radio Brainerd and broadcast locally on 106.7 WJJY. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we are going to talk with our friends from the city of Baxter. Our guests today include Brad Shapoulis. Brad is the city administrator and Josh Doty, community development director. Gentlemen, welcome to Community Focus. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Always fun to hear about what's going on in Baxter. And um, today I guess we're going to talk a little bit about the development, huh? Yeah. You know, we have uh, a very busy community with a lot of development going on and uh, you know, with the development that you see in terms of construction, there's also a need for some planning studies to keep up with the development and uh, keep up with our our development plan, our growth approach. And so we've got several planning studies that are um, beginning and, and want to get the word out about those studies. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people might not realize that it's not just a, a business or a restaurant calls and said, we'd love to be in your city, and you look at them and go, put them there. Yeah, there's a lot more to it, <laughs> yeah, isn't there? there? There really is. Yeah. There really is. Yeah. So, so, so talk about some of these aspects and the community input that you look for. Sure. Yeah, community input is is huge. And, um, you know, one of, the, one of the studies that we're looking at in the near future is a study on residential zoning districts. Um, we have some guidance in our comprehensive plan that was adopted in 2015 uh, that's, that really uh, tells us we need to evaluate residential zoning districts of some of our rural zones and our larger lot um, areas that are um, planned for re- residential use. And that the growth plan that's in that comprehensive plan and the zoning map may not be consistent. And so um, we're looking at um, some potential amendments to some zoning districts that we've had in our community for a while, um, which uh, could impact uh, residential homeowners and homeowners that may want to develop in the future. And so we want the public to be very informed of, of this potential work and to come in and, and let their uh, thoughts be known to the city. So um, we're planning an informational meeting um, coming up in April. And we don't have the exact date set, but we're going to set that by the end of February and actually post that in our next uh, newsletter. Okay. So we'll have uh, an opportunity to come and uh, come to a informal uh, community outreach a type of a meeting where they can learn more information about the topic. Uh, we also have information on our city website, our city Facebook page. If people want to learn more about it on those two areas, they they're you're, they're welcome to do so. And we actually have a, a public comment feature on our city website so people right can there. actually express oh, nice. a comment uh, right right online. So um, we're excited about excited about offering that as well. But yeah, we're um, anxious to have the community participate in the study moving forward. Yeah. Um, so uh, the way you were talking about this now, is it an issue of you've got too much growth and not enough room? Is it kind of safe to say that, or yeah, I, I think that's I think that's a fair assessment. Growth is a good thing, though. Oh, right? abs- absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a matter of trying to um, be smart about it and yeah. and strategic about it. Our comprehensive plan, you know, to try to summarize the growth approach is really to try to develop from within out, um, and so that you're not jumping out in far into the rural areas with more of an urban type of a development. And so um, 
the zoning and uh, the growth plan really uh, to develop as a city grows with, you know, urban utilities from an inward, outward perspective, those those zoning regulations um, generally would reflect that, too, if that's the approach and the goal. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Um, the city plan you mentioned uh, came about in 2015? Yes. It, when does that get updated? Because I know <laughs> you look at something like that and plan, and five to ten years later, you got to do it over again, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's about a ten-year cycle. Okay. For ad- adopted plans, sure. so in in the last uh, comprehensive plan update, it was pretty much three years for us to complete that u- update. So, yeah. so it won't be too long now before we're starting again. Another project for you, absolutely. <laughs> All right, um, is, is are there other studies taking place? Yes, yes. So we have a uh, at that same public meeting I just referenced in April. We're also hoping to have people come who are interested in um, a gateway study. That's another goal that came out of the comprehensive plan. I think the the sentiment that came out of um, a lot of public meetings from that process was that, you know, we want the south end of Baxter as it develops um, to perhaps develop differently than it than it has in some of the other parts of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's kind of a blank canvas, so to speak, in that south portion of the city. Yeah. And so there's an opportunity to uh, look at things perhaps a little bit differently and preserve that corridor. You know, when you enter the city from the Mississippi River Bridge crossing on 371 and move north towards County Road 48, yes. you see a lot of natural environment, mm-hmm. um, yet the city wants to be development friendly and allow development well how do you um, maintain that character and still allow for development to occur in a fair way so um, and those are goals of the city so the study is really to look at that and to try to put the pieces of the puzzle together on how to perhaps have some gateway regulations yet at the same time not be burdensome on development so and it's not just the south end of the city there's also a corridor on the west end of the city so as you come in um, from the west moving eastward into the city, there's an industrial park out on that end of Baxter from the west boundary in a ways. And specifically looking at the north side of Highway 210 on the west side of the city because yeah. the south end has the railroad tracks, and that's a pretty natural corridor and will likely stay that way. Yeah. Um, but the north side is another area the city's looking at studying. So, If you really look at it, it's a good thing to talk about the fact that you're looking at these things before the development happens, isn't it? Yeah, yes. If you if you don't talk about those things in front, you're more re- react you're yeah. more reactive. You're really reactive is, yeah. to what comes forward, and, right? And if you um, have a plan in place and have your uh, policies and ordinances in place in advance, it helps guide things in the direction you want them to go. Yeah. And again, you want the community's involvement in this and you want their ideas, right? Absolutely. Okay. And I know, too, I think you guys were going to talk about um, the Highway 371 bike and pedestrian crossing study that you're thinking of. Yes. We've been, this one, uh, this study is already underway. We've been working on this for a little bit, but we're kind of in process on that one. But it's still at the initial stages. I think we're intending to try to complete that study by uh, June of this year. Um, And the bike and pedestrian crossing study is really looking at uh, bike and pedestrian crossing in the area of 371, crossing 371, basically north of 210, uh, so in the Excelsior Road area to north of Whiter Road. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. And and you know the the highways in our community are a wonderful asset, but they're also a barrier when it comes mm-hmm. to bike and pedestrians um, yeah. being able to cross and 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 um, we we see people trying to cross and and, and a lot of people hold their breath and mm-hmm. so. Um, it's about trying to develop a crossing in that location for residents uh, and for businesses um, and, you know, beyond Baxter as well, trying to provide regional connectivity of an east-west uh, trail crossing. Yeah, that now, would be nice. <laughs> yeah, um, my question would be, I guess, because we all know that uh, a bridge seems like the simple answer, but it's very expensive. Um is there help from the state? Or is there grant money available for something like that? Or, mm-hmm. or do you look at something else that can help people across? Yeah, and that's, that's the exact uh, purpose of the study is to develop a funding strategy. That's one of the parts of the study is because they are expensive. You know, due to groundwater considerations, it's unlikely that an under, yeah, underground – yeah. yeah, it's the groundwater is too high in that location of the city. So you're looking at a bridge or there are – uh, also, at grade improvements that you can do to help. Uh, if you don't do a bridge, there are uh, ways to improve the safety environment of people crossing hmm. in areas where there aren't a bridge, too. Um, so those are being looked at as well. But I think the primary focus is uh, looking at a bridge, um, looking at a location study within that kind of larger framework of where where would the bridge go, you know, what would it what would it be? What would the design be? It's hard to picture. You know, when you know the area so well, it's hard to picture where it could go. But there are options, and people may have great ideas, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And traditionally, you look at points of intersection like Clearwater or yeah. Excelsior, and and this study is going beyond that and just taking that whole corridor, and is there a right location? And mm-hmm. then beyond that is how do we connect the existing infrastructure that we have to that facility to make sure that it's used to the uh, maximum opportunity is right. mm-hmm. we want to optimize the usage of that of facility if if and when built. So, hmm. yeah. And is there considerations about hooking to other uh, bike and pedestrian trails? Because you've got the Paul Bunyan over here. I know that Baxter Trail that goes down to uh, south of Baxter and uh, Crowing State mm-hmm. Park. It's a beautiful facility. Yes, uh, you know the regional kind of trail connectivity is, I think, critical for you know, this type of a project. So you, you definitely want to have that local connectivity, but then the regional connectivity is really important as well. The reason the Clearwater area was looked at is because of the opportunities to, in a short distance, connect to the Paul Bunyan Trail, the Northland Arboretum, the city of Brainerd. And then to the west, you know, we have a lot of uh, trail trails constructed already headed right. towards Whipple Beach. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then it's just a very short distance through uh Sylvan Township before you're into the Gull, Gull Lake Trails area of Maddens and Craigans and um, and um, Pillsbury State Park. You know, there's yeah. – uh, and then there's also discussions of, of trail uh, – there's actually trail work being done around the lake and around the north side trying to loop on the north side back mm-hmm. to the Paul Bunyan Trail. So there's, mm-hmm. there's a potential for – you know, large regional connectivity for this type of uh, improvement. Yeah, we okay. need to see how that all goes. And then, and then on know. top of that, you got Cuyuna to the east. Oh, yeah. sure. And then you got yeah. the Vertinus Trail that's being talked about ar- around Camp Ripley. So, hmm. wow. That's a lot of regional opportunities to, 
to connect our local trails mm-hmm. yeah. to those regional systems. So you say this study is underway. Yes. Are, are there meetings coming up on this? And or is there uh, comments uh, available to be made on your f- uh, website again? Yes. Yeah, so we have information on our website. And um, there is a civic engagement group that's met once already. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, a group of you know, diverse people. We tried to get a really diverse group to meet from bike enthusiasts and pedestrians that we know get out and use our trails commonly to other residents, business owners, um, you know, all sort, uh, gov- government officials. And just we have a wide variety of people that were selected onto a committee to just provide input from the community and from the area. So um, we've, we've started a civic engagement process um, and then the consultant will be also uh, that we are using SRF and Tool Design Group um, are they will be providing presentations to the city council as we, and updating the council as we go through this process. So um, yes, there's information on the website and Facebook, and you know definitely check that out. And um, I don't know if we're live with uh, ability to provide comments, but we could certainly look at adding that for this particular study too. So. Interesting. All right. And then uh, with all the opportunity comes more traffic. And do you have, uh, if you will, a a citywide bike and pedestrian policy in place? Or is that something we're working on, too? Yep. That's part of the study, too. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. If you... You know, if you if you were to build a bridge, it would be nice to have a, a system, a citywide system plan to help the city guide its mm-hmm. its infrastructure when you when you build those improvements and 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 that it's not just focused around the bridge, but it's all connected, um, of course. But if you you know if you build a bridge like that, you want it to be connected. But we also want a citywide bike and pedestrian policy that helps guide. Um, when those um, improvements are made uh, throughout the city. And it's important to be strategic. It's important to um, look at uh, different opportunities from on-shoulder bike lanes to the separated trails and and other uh, facility improvements that could be considered um, because not every road can be built as um, that has all of the amenities. You know, Mm -hmm. some roads are going to have you know, perhaps just the road. It just, mm-hmm. it, but it's about creating a policy that helps guide us in a strategic way for when we we do make those improvements for the betterment of the whole whole system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it seems to me the popularity of biking and so on just continues to grow um, across the country, and especially when you build these wonderful connected trails and so on. Well, there's so much money that goes into health. You know, growing energizes is, is an entity that was established to make sure that our community is health, doing things that are making us healthier. Yep. And it's, it's a trend that I don't see stopping. It's going to continue to move on. And mm-hmm. we see more and more people utilizing our trails, our bike, our shoulders, uh, our bike lanes for those recreational and exercise activities. And yeah. and we want to make sure that we have the facilities to meet those demands. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to run out of town, uh, out of time. Rather, anything else that we need uh, to talk about before we wrap up? You know, if you have any questions on developments, uh, we're we're actively um, reviewing development applications for construction of projects this coming year. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, a lot of projects that are still under construction that you've been seeing um, pop up through throughout town, and so. Um, I, I think this year is trending towards another busy year for the city of Baxter. Um, and so we've got projects that are 
submitted right now that you know that are 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 basically moving forward right now for new development plans and those that are still in the early planning stages and so um, it's 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 looking like another busy year for for the city wonderful all right and maybe just, can folks go to your website to learn more and to learn like updates about all the projects that are going on um, good question I, I think uh, at this point we don't have a list uh, okay. of the various projects, but we're more than happy to share that, and okay. and I think that's a really good idea. There's no reason we couldn't uh, develop a, a list and, and have that available too. So, yeah, You're updated. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Very good. <laughs> well, it's been a lot of fun talking about this. Uh, very busy, uh, and it sounds like uh, again the growth continues in Baxter, <laughs> which is such a good thing. And gentlemen, we appreciate you being here to talk about some of the planning that's involved in that growth. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ken. Thank, Thank you, you, Tess. Thanks, guys. All right. Our guests today, uh, Baxter City Administrator Brad Shapoulis and Josh Doty, who is the Community Development Director in Baxter. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, Community Focus can be found anytime on our website at 1067wjjy.com.